Thank you all for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired. Father God, we come to you, God, thanking you for everything, God. We thank you for the Veranda Bellamy Inspired Show, God. I ask right now, God, that you will decrease Veranda Bellamy, Lord, and show yourself to everyone that's listening right now, God. We are thanking you already, God, for an awesome season, God. We thank you for season one and the success of that season, God. And we're expecting you, God, to show up in a way that, unlike you've ever done, God, and to move mountains, God, like you've never done before within this platform, God. We ask that you touch. God, everyone is listening to this prayer and this show at this point, God, send your anointing to fall fresh upon them, God. And God, if there is any type of negative snare that's coming against them, God, we ask that your Holy Spirit will guide them through and to victory. It's in the name of Jesus the Christ that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Guys, how are you all? This is the beginning of season two of the Veranda Bellamy Inspired Show. So much has been going on, guys. I've missed you all. I really hated that I had to go off for so long, but I had to, you know, kind of get everything back in order, get things together, get season two, you know, kind of ramped up and, and get things scheduled and get people on and all of that. You know how it goes. Just a lot of stuff that had to take place um, during the time that I was away. I've had a lot of time to really think about things and and really get my mind right with what it is that God is doing in my family's home in this season. And I'm just so humbled and thankful at the same time by the move of God upon our lives. Veranda Bellamy inspired. Yes, we kicked off season two actually this past Monday, September the 1st. And I don't know if you guys have had a chance to really join, but I encourage you to join actually every morning at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time by calling 914-338-0464, or you can go to my website, Veranda Bellamy. Dot com, and you would be able to listen to the show that was played for that particular day. What's happening on the show, guys, is I've done something a little bit different. God led me to do something a little bit different. Um, we know that you have to sometimes sacrifice. And um, if you know me personally, then you know how much I am not so much of a morning person. But God um, has led me to doing a morning prayer. So every morning at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you guys can join Veranda Bellamy Inspired for a moment and morning of inspirational um, prayers. So this past week has been absolutely amazing. Yes, guys, I can't even tell you how full I have been from everything that's been taking place and how God has really been moving. I'm just so, so thankful. Um, But let me explain to you why it's been amazing. Um, God placed it on my heart to start a morning inspirational prayer to combat the attempts of the enemy. We know that the enemy comes to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. And we know he will use anybody and anything to distract us, to cause us to act out of our godly character. And guys, isn't it enough that we we have to war against really 
attacks outside of our home and then to have to come back into our home and have to deal with things. So when the attacks start happening within our home, the thing is, guys, a lot of us aren't fighting back. We don't know how to fight back. We don't know the proper prayers to fight back. We don't know the proper tools to use to fight back. And guys, really, God wants you to take back what's yours. So what started happening, excuse me, so what I've started doing, I'm sorry, is that um, every morning you can join us and you can basically take back your territory. That's what this is all about. You've got to be bold and courageous, guys. You have got to be. And um, God wants you to be bold and courageous in him because you have no other reason to live your life but that way. You are a child of the most high God. So guys, you have to kind of act like it, right? So be bold, be courageous, fight back the enemy. Don't just sit back and let him do whatever he wants to do within your home. Um, when you're outside and you're interacting with people outside of the home, you have that power to take back your territory. So I'm joining you guys in doing that. And, um, basically what's happening is God showed me that, you know, we as a Christian family, blood family, people, um, in general, as a nation, as a country, we are divided. We're not as united as we should be. So, um, every Monday I'll, I bring to you all what I call a United Monday prayer. You can join me at 6:30 AM Eastern standard time. All you got to do is get up, call in, 914-338-0464 and after that prayer you could send any prayer request you have anything that's bothering you at that moment or something that's been you know kind of um, just antagonizing you you can send that prayer request to prayer request at verondabellamy.com and I will certainly make sure that prayer is submitted up to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Okay. So that's Monday, United Monday. Then God showed to me that our tweens and youth are under attack and faced with challenges that parents often don't know about. You know, there are gangs, you have all types of drugs that's out there now and peer pressure and um, homosexuality and all these things that kids are being faced with. And a lot of times the parents don't know. So every Tuesday I host the 20 youth Tuesday prayer at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So all you got to do, at some point you guys are going to get used to this. You're going to know what's coming next. All that you have to do is get up, you call in 914-338-0464 and join me in, in prayer as I relinquish and rebuke the attempts of the enemy against all youth and tweens. These babies need the older saints like us praying. And um, I, I ain't that old. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm just saying. The more seasoned, as Reverend <laughs> Laura Davis Perry put it on um, Friday, um, they, they need us seriously, guys, praying for them. And parents, you need to teach your kids how to pray for themselves outside of your presence. Teach them Bible verses. Sit down and have in-home Bible study with them to prepare them to fight against the attempts of the enemy. If you have any prayer requests um, for your tweens, your youth, any child, it doesn't have to be your own, any child that you, you know that's dealing with things um, 
within their schools or whatever the situation may be, bullying, academics. Um, guys, we want to build up leaders, you know. We want these kids, there's no reason why they can't have academia academia of excellence. There's no reason why they can't be straight A students or A and B students. And if you need some help with that, I have a nonprofit that would oblige the opportunity to assist as as much as we possibly can. Um, If you don't know my nonprofit, it's Bridging the Gap of America. We at this point are servicing um, North Carolina and Ohio. And we're definitely going to be branching out to different areas and different states. So if you need that support, mentoring, tutoring, please um, email us info at bridgingthegapofamerica.org. Guys, um, we would love to assist you. But um, at any rate, you can certainly join us every Tweeny Youth Tuesday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And as we join into prayer um, for all of the youth at large. They certainly need that prayer. Then, guys, you know, as I continued on and is getting prepared for this new season, God revealed to me that women, we aren't stepping up to the plate. Honestly, a lot of women are looking for men. They want Husbands, They're looking for husbands. And they're sitting around not paying bills, barely working, not keeping their house clean, causing all type of confusions in, in, in relationships, um, just not being a godly woman. I'm going to direct you to Proverbs 31, just in case you need to be reminded of what that really looks like, the character of a proverbial woman. If you need it, it's Proverbs 31. And guys, we can't, or ladies, I should say, we can't really expect to have that husband that we desire if we don't have our stuff in order. So God wants you to get yourself in order. Women, we are so precious in the eyes of God. And he wants that relationship a relationship with us. He desires the relationship with us. So if you don't have a church, find one. There's no excuses. Churches everywhere. You may not find the best church for you immediately. You may have to go from church to church, but don't make that a habit. Find a church, get yourself rooted in that church and stay there and grow in Christ within that church. Okay. Um, Wednesdays essentially has been deemed as woman up Wednesday. Wednesday prayer is hosted by Reverend Laura Davis Perry, who is out of Ohio. You can join her every Wednesday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if women, you're in need of prayer, finances, um, health, uh, anything that you're dealing with, if you need a prayer sent up, certainly send that prayer to prayer request at verondabellamy.com. Okay, then guys, what you're going to do is, right, you're going to come back on Thursday for Couples of Thursday Prayer Morning, hosted by Minister Charlene Alexander, who is out of the North Carolina area. Uh, Minister Alexander focuses on marriages and relationships or courtship. Um, 
And we all know it's under attack, guys. We got people acting all types of ways and and can't seem to figure out why things are the way that they are within their relationships. So I encourage you to join Minister Alexander every Thursday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time by calling 914-338-0464. Sit back and enjoy the prayer. You can join in prayer with us. We welcome that actually. Okay. Then the final thing is on Friday, Freedom Family Friday. Freedom Family Friday actually is hosted by all three of us, myself, Veronda Bellamy, um, Reverend Lord Davis Perry, and Minister Shirlene Alexander. Um, Lord knows families are under attack. So we encourage you to submit any prayers that you have for your family. You give those to us and we will submit those petitions to God under the covering of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Families are sacred and we need our family. Did you guys know that everything that you need you have within your family members? So guys, we are encouraging you to go ahead and reconnect with your family, albeit your blood family or your church family. Family is family. No no matter how you look at it, no matter what's happened, forgive your family members. Let them know that you forgive them and you get back to loving your family. If you can get to the point of leading your relationships with love, Imagine how upset the enemy would be. As I referenced before, he comes to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. And he will use anybody and or anything to carry out his work. And he's busy. He's working hard. He's in overtime at this point. So guys, we got to step it up about 20 notches to go ahead and, and, and reclaim what's already ours. God gave it to us. We have the power to do so okay so that is um, freedom family friday call it 6 30 a.m eastern standard time you'll get to hear all three of us at one time we have a great time together um, on friday mornings and um, call the number 914-338-0464 and we will be on speaking with you guys about scriptures as well as entering into prayer so it's just casual conversation essentially um Submit your prayer request to prayer requests at verondabellamy.com. And then, how about this? On Sundays, you will join back at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the traditional Veranda Bellamy-inspired show. Um, guys, this season is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be uh, the same in some some natures, but it's, it's definitely going to be textures that's added to the show. Um, I'm extremely excited about this new season, and um, I really pray that it will be a blessing to everyone. My um, focus, guys, is inspiration. Okay, so I can see you guys asking yourselves, is Veronda being called into the ministry? Is she a preacher? Is she a master? No, I'm going to answer that for you right now. God has not called me up on my phone and said to me, Veranda, you are a reverend or a minister. He has not said that to me. Um, But what I am doing right now is I am doing what he has spoken to me. So um, 
with the Veranda Bellamy Inspired Show coming to you guys Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and then on Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. My focus is to inspire you guys. Um, I know that we all are dealing with all types of painful situations, which is the reason, one of the reasons I should say that I wrote the book, The Pain Stops Today, which you all know is available on Amazon.com. You can go and get your copy. Um, I'm going to be doing some different things with that. And at some point I'm going to be touring. So when I kick off the tours, guys, I want to see your lovely faces there. Um, I want you guys to invite everybody, you know, Okay, to join us Monday through Friday and then come back on Sundays to hear the different shows that we will make available to you all. It's all about inspiration and inspiration is really just as a feeling, but it's also an action at the same time. So I'm acting out what God has told me and instructed me so kindly to um, do with you guys. When I'm doing the Veranda Bellamy Inspired show, guys, I can't even express to you the feeling that I have and some of you may know what it's like when you operate within your purpose and the passion and everything. It's just, it's just beautiful and just awesome. You know, you could feel the spirit of God, um, in that, in whatever it is that you're doing. So God has given me many talents and I'm just really thankful for it. And at the same time, afraid of them all <laughs> because it's like, Lord, at some point, um, uh, I got to sit down, right? I got to rest. But um, he's so awesome in, in what he does. He continues to energize me and um, keep me going forward in his purpose and his his calling upon my life. And that calling, guys, at this point, no, it's not. I'm not a minister. Um, I'm not a preacher. Okay. So with that being said, um, season two of the traditional Veranda Bellamy, I can't talk, Veranda Bellamy inspired show will continue um, in some of this, the former facets and then it's going to be some more textures that's going to be added to it. I'm just, like I said before, just extremely excited, guys. Um, last season I did the financial series. I think that was back in January in which you guys, at this point, that's um, going to be available for or purchase at some point in the near future so you would be able to download those um, directly from my website and um, take advantage of those because you you don't have to be live in poverty you don't have to um, you really don't you you can have any life that you you want to have and one of the attempts of the enemy is 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 by attacking us through our finances and the way out of that is a through prayer b reading your word and um, c being diligent and um, carrying out whatever education you've gotten or insight or inspiration you've gotten in terms of how to conduct and manage your finances properly. Okay. Um, also guys, if you are in need of any type of coaching, of course I do that. And I have a philosophy of, um, you will essentially evolve. Um, you'll then be, um, educated about your situation, you will then be empowered um, to move into whatever it is that we are discussing. Um, and that is the E3 philosophy that I have. And guys, if you're in need of coaching, certainly reach out to me. Um, my personal um, contact is info at verondabellamy.com. If you guys would like to have me to come out and speak to any of your events or your congregation or some something that you have going on, um, just 
email me info at verondabellamy.com and um, someone will be in touch with you um so it's a lot going on again i'm just thankful and um, humbled at the same time um, by the move of god i can't say that enough guys um i wish you guys could just walk in my shoes for just a day i wish i could walk in your shoes for a day i wish we could trade shoes but we need to make sure they're the right size okay <laughs> but anyway so i'm just rehashing essentially um bringing you guys i guess up to speed in terms of everything that's going on oh man i forgot to tell you guys i i did finish my master's degree so um my degree has been conferred i now have a master of science in mental health counseling so counseling is a service that i provide as well um so if you are in need of counseling we can do that in several different ways i encourage you to reach out to me at info at and um will make that happen so when it as it relates to mental health um we have mental illnesses that we have to deal that some people deal with um that could be depression um it could be a diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder um it could be bipolar schizophrenia um drug abuse alcohol abuse guys i've dealt with every mental illness essentially at this point um i've dealt with all of them um and so nothing really alarms me um i'm prepared my clients love me i love my clients and um we kind of partner together in this whole uh, attempt to help them rediscover themselves and um live the best life that they possibly can live despite the mental illness you know you don't have to stay stuck there you really don't and um guys you have to reach out to someone that is versed and um able to really assist you in whatever the mental illnesses that you're dealing with um and myself and um, i have a team of people actually that can assist you with with that as well so again if you need that certainly reach out to me um, info at verondabellamy.com and i will be back in contact with you um we'll set up a time to to meet and um make that happen for you okay um so guys god is just awesome it's so much happening it's it's hard for me to put it all in words and in um one (laughs) in one synopsis um but it's just if i had to sum it up i would just say god is is able um and um i'm just just so humbled right now guys and it's so much more that I'm working on that I can't really share right now with you but um I did I did tell you guys that I'm going to be touring at some point so I want you guys to stay tuned to that and I would love to see and and welcome actually your support in everything that's happening under um the umbrella of Veranda Bellamy Inspired as well as my nonprofit um Bridging the Gap of America okay if you need that website it's www.bridgingthegapofamerica.org a lot of this stuff guys that I've done um, honestly has the financing has come from the pockets of um, my husband and I and I say really from the pockets of God because it's so much and guys seriously I don't know how we make it all happen I, I really don't all I know is that whenever something is needed we have it available to us and that's just the awesomeness of God and how God does that guys is just when you sow into fertile seeds and, and fertile ground 
ground, when you sow seeds into fertile ground, you reap a harvest and it is pressed down, shaken together and running, running over. Um, and really, if you want to ever sow into um, this ministry, I'm not a minister, but um, this ministry of mine, so you certainly can. You know, you hear people talking about, oh, I have a music ministry. Um, well, my ministry is of just speaking and um basically inspiring you guys to be the best person that you can be and that is my ministry some people may call it evangelizing um i'm not comfortable with saying that at this point maybe i'm in denial maybe just a little bit but um if you ever would like to sow into um our ministry my ministry um with my husband you certainly can and just do so through my site um www.verondabellamy.com if you ever want to just um send me an email and just say you know hey veranda you're doing a great job guys i welcome that thank you so much um info at verondabellamy.com so um i'm gonna go ahead and keep this party going gonna take a break here play a little song for you all i hope you guys are enjoying the show it's it feels good to be back on um with you all and then not just on today but having so much more to bring to you guys it's just awesome it's a great feeling so anyways as i always say sit back and enjoy choice to let all of my burdens in your hands. Now it feels so good to freely live and walk in your will. To know you're always with me, there's no place I'd rather be. And it feels so good. You and me together so good. All match made in heaven, I'm yours, Lord. For eternities, it feels like Father, you really do the Lord Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You strike, I strike back. You want to be seen as weak when under attack. But you reminded me so many times that I struggle isn't against flesh and blood. But rather by rulers and authorities and forces of evil in heavenly realms. But in you, there's so Most not 
black death Throwing black on both sides Inside, inside a small box Where they hide the highs And the honey got strict now So I'm on a strict diet I advise you to try it Just let your eyes do the writing on the wall I walk by graffiti in the blue sky Chalk on the black ground Always in the background Hear the voice ask How can you be free and not abide in me? Good question, I desire to be what he requires of me But we are fighting the streets and the strife and the struggle The strip where they straddle every fence they can find I'm convinced that it's time to align my mind with the sublime design And I'm telling you the freedom feels fine Freedom so good, talk about this freedom so good No more That was Miss Lori Walker, and the name of her album is Free in Him, Excerpts of Life. Um, she's now a sponsor of the Veranda Bellamy Inspired Show. I'm so honored to have her as a sponsor. She's such a beautiful person. Her music is absolutely phenomenal. If you would like to download the album, you can do so through um, iTunes or on um, Amazon um, as well. So again, Lori Walker, the album's name is Free in Him, Excerpts of Life. So guys, just moving forward here. Last season, I had quite a few guests. Um, All of my guests were so dear, and I really, really, really do appreciate their support and just being willing to come on and share their insights with you guys um, last season. And um, their information will be available on my website um, at some point over the next month. Once it's all up there, I will certainly let you guys know. But last year, um, I kicked off quite a bit during the week of 11, 12, 13, um, which those initiatives were supported by my coach, Miss Bernie Xiong. Um, Bernie is not only my coach, but I also consider her a friend at this point. Um, She is the host of the Shut Up Show and is based out of Wisconsin. Um, Here is some of our conversation from the first show. Enjoy. I really do appreciate you guys taking the time out to join me on my very, very, very first um, live airing with uh, Veranda Bellamy Inspired. So guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to the call um, tonight. So basically, what exactly is Veranda Bellamy Inspired about? Really, what it's all about is sharing information that will encourage everyone to be um, bold and and courageous in terms of living your life, um, being able to conquer whatever painful situations you've dealt with. And speaking in regards to pain, um, I know for a lot of people on the call, and I see quite a few numbers on here. I see my 
my Charlotte people, shout out to the 704, and um, I see someone on here from Ohio, Wisconsin. I see someone on here from Nevada. So I got people all over um, on the line, so thank you guys for taking that time to join us. Um, But I've been flooding timelines um, in regards to um, the pain stops today. So really, guys, I... um, hope that you've been able to actually see um, some of the stuff or you've and you've had the chance to download a copy um, of the book. I've heard a lot of really good reviews um, in regards to the book, and I really think that the book will be of service and benefit to anyone that, that actually um, goes through and reads it. So the pain stops today really started for me um, from a place of – basically going through some painful situations and deciding to actually deal with those situations. Um, it really got to the point to where I, me and God, you know, I told him, I'm, I'm tired. I can't do this anymore. I was living in fear, afraid, and just not knowing exactly what to do. And I said, okay, this is going to stop today. Today, this is it. I'm not going to go through you know, living my life with the things that's held me back for so, so long. It was time for all of this to stop. So I, from that point, God basically guided me to writing a book. And essentially the whole thought was, uh, you know, what he spoke to me was share with people the things that you did that really led you down the path of, living your purpose, identifying what your purpose is, identifying what your calling is. So I went on a tangent of writing the book, The Pain Stops Today. And um, the book itself is based on, you know, biblical principles that anyone can really, really go ahead and and tap into very easily. And um, it's a, a a book that you can sit down and read in one day, um, but it's also a, also a resource that you can go back to later in life as well, so it can serve as a guide for you. Um, so I'm very, very, very um, proud of the book, and I'm just humbled by the movement of God right now in my life and um, how he's just really turning things around for, for myself. And um, really, you know, what exactly is pain? You know, okay, we know, ouch, it hurts, right? Yeah. But what exactly is pain? What are those situations that put us in that place of just, you know, not knowing what to do? We just find ourselves day in, day out, really just stuck. What causes that? You know, why do we not believe that we can actually move beyond that painful place? So with Further ado, Ms. Bernie Shong, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to the call. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, it is such an honor to have you on the call. And um, just want to go ahead and bring you on so that you can say hello to the listeners. Bernie? Hey, Veranda. <laughs> can you, can Hi, you hear me? Bernie. Okay, I hear you wonderfully. Yes, ma'am. How are you? Oh my gosh, I uh I've been sitting here for the past, you know, 22 minutes and <laughs> almost in tears. I'm not even kidding you, almost in tears. Um partly because I'm I'm full of elation, you know, being here, being able to talk to you on the very night that you launched your radio show, which was just an idea 
a couple of weeks ago when we talked and it's real now, you know, it's real. You've manifested this for you and the lovely music that you played and the prayer that you opened up the conversation with. I, I, I was kind of expecting that, but I wasn't expecting that. And I'm just blown away. I'm almost in tears because I feel so happy, so joyous. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> so that was Miss Bernie Shong. Um, you guys can connect with her at BernieShong.com, and that's B E R N I X I O N G.com. So that interview was the very first interview that I had with the show. I can see my own progression. <laughs> from just listening to that. Um, but it was a great interview. I absolutely adore Bernie. She's such a beautiful person. Um, and after that show, I had some more guests and one of these guests, um, (laughs) I guess I'm gonna go ahead and and tell her name, Mama Grace. (laughs) I think everyone was really taken aback by Mama Grace. And, um, sit back and enjoy, listen to one of the shows that she appeared on. Hello? 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 Yes, hi. Hi. Is this is this station 102.3? I'm trying to get through to get my bingo tickets now. Um, I'm sorry, ma'am. No, ma'am, you've called into uh Veranda Bellamy Inspired. Um, you've called the wrong the wrong line. I do apologize. Maybe you want to hang up and and try that number again. Well, wait a minute. Now, I always believe that things happen for a reason. Now, what is this called? Veranda Bellamy Inspired, um, but you've called the wrong number. Inspired? I want to be inspired, too. What you talking about here? Oh, oh yes, ma'am. Well, it's it's all about just, you know, dealing with painful situations. I was just talking to my guest about intruders and how invasive, you know, that is on our lives. Like, it, intruding can be anything, really. Um, who am I speaking with? Oh, this is Grace. People call me Mama Grace. And, okay. And I was just calling in. and But you know, honey, you're talking about a good subject. You said pain and stopping pain and how it's intruding on people. Yes, Ooh, Lord, ma'am. I could tell you many stories about that. Well, when a, okay, you know. Well, Mm-hmm. When a person experiences pain, they they truly being intruded upon. You know, the, the pain comes in like a burglar, a criminal, an infiltrator, an invader, a raider, a thief, and a trespasser. When pain enters the building, there's a great interruption in the flow of things, and there will appear to be a lot of meddling going on. Pain is a nuisance. It's a prowler, a snooper, a gatecrasher, and the ultimate interferer. When pain interferes with you, it leaves you in a state of disarray. But, honey, please trust me when I say it does not have to be that way. The name of this here movement that you're talking about is the Pain Stops Today, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, you know what? I'm going to give pain notice this here day. And we're on a mission to eliminate you. We have the formula to displace you, uproot you, and 
amputate you from all our lives. The daughters, the sons, the mothers, the fathers, the husbands, and the wives who are listening are on a mission to do away with you. So enjoy yourself while you can, pain, because we're here to tell you that pain stops today by any means necessary. We're going to remove you, and when I say remove, I mean we're going to raise expectations, maximizing on victoriously eliminating all unnecessary pain. Amen. How'd that go for you, daughter? Oh, my gosh, Mama Grace. I am just astounded by your story, your message. You are absolutely right. And I'm so glad you called. You, you actually you, you dialed the wrong number, but you you were needed. You were, you were needed. You were on time. I feel I really good seeing all that stuff. Well, I, I you thank did. you, honey, for listening to me and letting me get that off my chest. Now, I'm a, is it okay if I stick around and listen for a minute? I absolutely. You know what you can do? You can lock that number that you dialed by accident in, and you can save it in your phone as Veronda Bellamy Inspired, and you check in with us every week, okay? I'll have my daughter help me with that. You know I'm just not that good <laughs> inclined to this electrical stuff. So I, I, I'll listen to you right now, okay? All Thank right, you, honey. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for that, Mama Grace the Intruder. You are absolutely on point with that. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, Mama Grace is something else, honey. You hear me? She is something fierce. God knows she was one of my loyal listeners um, last season. So God bless her sweet soul wherever she is. I really hope that she rejoins um, this season. I really do. Um, if you know Mama Grace, please let her know that I'm back broadcasting live. Um, make sure you give her the phone number and all that information because I'm sure she doesn't have it. Um, Lord knows we got to look out for her, right? She's just a sweet person. Thank you, Mama Grace, for that. So as we continue moving forward, Forward with the with the um, the season with last with last season, um, I also had the privilege of interviewing um, Dr. Sonia Ramsey during the history um, series in February, and um, I'm going to share with you guys some of that interview. Sit back and enjoy. To everyone and anyone that's recently joined the call, we're speaking with um, Dr. Sonia. Ramsey, who is um, an author, she's a, a professor at UNC Charlotte. She's written quite a bit of um, work in regards to um, African American history as well as just history overall. But the name of her book is, again, uh, Reading, Writing, and Segregation, A Century of Black Women Teachers in Nashville, um, Women in American History. You can actually locate her book by just going to Amazon. Dot com and type in, in her name, Sonia Ramsey, and um, it's also available on Target, Target.com if you wanted to um, purchase the book from there. Um, and Dr. Ramsey, outside of your book, are there any other books that you can recommend to um, the listeners tonight? Oh, there's so many. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I think there's a book on the women in the freedom. If you're interested in oral histories, a book on women in the um, freedom um, summer movement and um, what they're trying to get help blacks get to vote in Mississippi. Um, there's a book, if you're interested in earlier history during slavery, there's history um, called Laboring Women by Jennifer Morgan, and it talks about how black women had to labor in the fields, but they also had to labor having babies, and that helped 
keep slavery going, you know, fortunately and unfortunately, but also help to survive. That's a fascinating book, too. But there are several different great books. If they wanted to email me, I could give them a list of books that they could find on the kind of subjects that they want are interested in. So. Well, that's awesome. I'll definitely um, get a list from you, and also in just a few moments we'll get your contact information. But, um, you know, guys, Sonya, Dr. Sonia Ramsey, she's just speaking, you know, from the experiences that she's had, you know, during her time when she was in college and as well as being a professor, just and I'm sure in everyday life, um, this is just a passion for her. This is not something that she just kind of wants to do or maybe has an interest in. No, this is her passion, and she's very good at what she does. And I wanted to bring her on um, to speak with you guys um, just so you can hear that, you know, there was a, a very positive side to African-American history outside of what many of us may hear in the media. Um, for most of you or many of you that's on my Facebook page, you saw a banner ad that I posted, and in that banner ad, the words were highlighted, you know, as per- uh, perseverance, family structure, um, heroism, education, survival, courage, leadership, community, history, um, on Veranda Bellamy Inspired, and that's essentially exactly what Dr. Ramsey has shared with you guys was the positive side to our history. You know, so essentially we're trying to get you guys to understand exactly that we were in our, it's just in our blood to be strong, to be courageous, to know who we are and know the history that we come from, guys. It's in us. It's up to us to take that, that understanding, that energy, that um, culture that's already inside of us and, and spin it so that we make the mark that we need to make to rise beyond the, sta- the snares of what society expects for the African-American culture. Um, so, Dr. Ramsey, is there? do you have any final words that you would like to share with the listeners tonight? I guess I would just, our, during this month, we talk about it just being a month, but it, I would like people to focus on this month and, and try to do something historical this month or read something in history. I know many people actually don't like history. They say that to me all the time. But maybe find something if you're interested in sports or music or the arts or politics. Find something historical and then tell someone else about it and spread that idea. Because we do have a month, but it should be all year round. But if we do have a month, we could focus on this month and make this month extraordinary. So I guess I'll close with that. So. That's great. You guys heard her. Dr. Ramsey, thank you so much for joining. That that series and that particular episode was so profound. Um, her being a, an oral historian um, at UNC Charlotte, I really do appreciate the support and her coming on and sharing the information that she shared with you all. And I hope that you guys have been, to some degree, really digging into African-American history, African history as well, and learning a little bit more. So as we continued in that particular series of history, I had the privilege of interviewing Reverend Curtis Gatewood um, and I'm going to share with you guys a highlight from that particular interview. Enjoy. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and just do an intro to the guest that's going to be on the call, um, Reverend Curtis Everett Gatewood. And um, he serves at this point as the Historic Thousands on Jones Street um, People's Coalition, which is also known as HCONJ, as the Coalition Coordinator with the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People um, as the NC North Carolina State Conference 
NAACP. Um, his affiliations include Penn Avenue Missionary Baptist Church um, as the associate minister, um, County Line Baptist Association um, as the ministerial ordination. Um, he's also Granville County Friends of Youth Mentor, National Association for the Advancement of Color People. Um, of course, he's the coordinator there as well as an active member, um, American Red Cross um, and Hurricane Relief. Uh, he's affiliated with Granville County um, Interdenominational Ministerial Conference, Durham um, Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance, and Granville County Mental Health Workers' Rights um, Board member. So with no further ado, um, Reverend Curtis Gatewood, are you there, sir? Good evening. Good evening, Reverend Miranda. Gatewood. Miranda. Miranda, can you hear me? Miranda. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for joining tonight. Can you hear me okay, sir? Yes, I hear you fine. In fact, I'm, in, I'm excited about being on your show. <laughs> well, great. I am thrilled and honored at the same time to have you on the show. Um, you know, I think that the work you're doing is phenomenal. Um, I commend you on the efforts that you're taking and, and really just being on the battlefield and really trying to get people involved in the movement that you guys are doing, which was formerly known as Mor Moral Mondays. And now, from what I gathered in my research, it's essentially become the quote-unquote Moral March um, with this global presence. Um, Reverend Gatewood, can you tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself? Yes, first of all, as you uh, stated, I am from, I'm an Anson County native. Uh, my father is the Reverend, is the late Reverend Dr. Wade H. Gatewood. I have a beautiful mother. Uh, she just uh, recently celebrated her 93rd birthday, uh, Geneva Gaddy Gatewood. Uh, a family of 14 children, 10 boys, 4 girls. So we had enough boys for our own basketball team, first and second string, and we had enough <laughs> Uh, for cheerleaders also. So we, we come from a very large, happy, uh, closely knitted uh, Christian family. Uh, I, of course, am the 12th child of the 14. Uh, there's uh, two children under me. And uh, mm -hmm. during the time I was about 9 or 10 years old, I, I had two brothers who served uh, simultaneously as youth council NAACP leaders. I had one brother by the name of Joseph, who was the president of the Youth Council in NAACP, and a brother, Aaron, who the late Aaron Gatewood, who was vice president of the Youth Council in NAACP. And I was just a little barefoot boy uh, standing behind them, watching over their shoulders as they planned our rallies and marches, not knowing that um, one day I would be now serving uh, with great uh, <laughs> leaders around the nation, such as Reverend Dr. William J. Barber II now, uh, who is the uh, president of the North Carolina WCP State Conference and also uh, one of the visionaries uh, and the utmost visionary of HKMJ Historic Thousands on Jones Street, where, as you uh, beautifully stated, I am the coordinator. And so I am here, uh, and, and I'm also here not only uh, wanting to remind people of the great movement that we have that they can certainly be a part of, but also put people on notice that our Bible uh, is under attack uh, by those who are now using selective scriptural amnesia. And they also take our Bible and use it as a political football, and they kick it 
uh, wherever they think they can score political points. But I came by to tell you that mm-hmm. uh, we serve a mighty God who sent his son <laughs> and the utmost freedom fighter and liberator, Jesus the Christ. And, and when Jesus came on the scene, he made clear where he stood. He said, I came to set at liberty those who are oppressed. He started by saying, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captive, and come to sight to the blind, and set at liberty those who are oppressed. So that is uh, who drives me. Uh, I heard you as you talked about uh, the laws mm. and, and our need to be obedient. And uh, But there, there's also a word from Isaiah. Uh, in fact, when Jesus mm-hmm. spoke uh, for his first sermon, he he took his text from Isaiah, and uh, but one mm-hmm. place in Isaiah uh, you will find in the tenth chapter, uh, Isaiah says, "Woe unto those who make unjust laws, to those who issue oppressive mm-hmm. decrees that would deprive the poor of their rights and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people, making widows their prey and robbing the fatherless." So I would like to uh, mm-hmm. remind you that uh, while we are to be uh, as obedient as as possible to governmental laws, mm-hmm. our first obligation is obedience to God, obedience to righteousness, right. obedience to justice. And as you forestated, our need to love our neighbors as thyselves. Uh, because Jesus also mm-hmm. went on to say, and especially as we are talking about Valentine's Day, um, you know, after he had silenced the Sadducees, there was a lawyer from the Pharisees who asked him, well, what is your greatest law? And, of course, he said uh, to love God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul. And secondly, equal to this first law is to love your neighbor as thyself. And he went on to say, these two laws, I hang on all the laws and all the prophets. So when we see politicians or uh, Titians uh, with their politics trying to use the Bible as a source <laughs> of division and hate, then we, ob- we should obviously know that this is not a part of God. This is not the intended purpose of God's word. He made it clear. While we may be confused ourselves, Jesus was never confused, and he made clear that you are you would be basically judged on how well you treat the most vulnerable. In other words, mm-hmm. as much as you've done unto the least, you've done also to these. So that is, those are the principles, Christian principles that the moral movement is centered around. As you, you talk about moral Mondays and the moral march that we just had in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. Reverend Gaywood, thank you so much for that beautiful interview. So much has been happening, guys, with the Moral Movement March, and I know they are ramping up and doing some different things, guys. It's just needed. It's necessity for today and the different laws and things that's happening within our society. So hopefully we can get him back on at some point in the near future to kind of, you know, bring you guys up to speed with what's been going on with the NAACP and all of that. So again, Reverend Gatewood, thank you so much for that information. We really do appreciate it. And guys, as we closed out the history series, I um, presented to you all a poem. I'm going to share that again with you. Sit back and enjoy. Am I, I am history. 
heroism, education, perseverance, determination to rise above and maintain my presence. This is my declaration. Am I? I am history. Family structure, survival, leadership, clothed in dignity, led by the spirit of my forefathers, my earth family, my circle of support, my God, my everything. This is my declaration. Am I? I am history. Community involvement, community support, courage, my sister, love, my brother. Our sufferings have already been bought. Clothed in spirituality, dignity, and creed, pride, my sister, smile, and continue to march to your own uncharted speed. This is my declaration. Am I? I am. History. This race is not about swiftness. This race is not about the hue of your skin. This race is about demons in high and wickedness in low. Rise, my sister. Rise, my brother. Proclaim Jesus is my king. This race has been paid for, prayed for, rebuked, and defeated by our ancestors, blood, sweat, and tears. This is my declaration. Am I? I am history. I still love that poem, guys. Am I? I am history. (laughs) Love it. And so as we concluded that series history we kicked off women inspired and i had the opportunity of interviewing quite a few women that are an inspiration in their corner of the world one of the women was uh, miss angelique henderson who is an aspiring harvard grad actress and poet and i'm going to share some of the highlights of that interview enjoy wonderful guest that we have lined up for tonight, um, Ms. Angelique Henderson. And um, this young lady, I, my gosh, she is just phenomenal. Um, I found her on, on Twitter, actually, and just the comments and, and, and posts that she makes on social media is so inspiring. Um, she's, she's such a positive lady. Um, this young lady, just reading her bio, it says, um, Angelique Henderson is pursuing a bachelor's degree in economics, um, a secondary field in dramatic arts, and a certificate of proficiency in Spanish from Harvard University, um, and is expected to graduate in May 2015. Um, her love for the performing arts has shown through during her time at Harvard, and she has been in plays, fashion shows, and poetry slams, and received formal theater, 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 <laughs> Um, training while there and uh, basically just moving forward from that she was born on March 4th and originally from the Bed-Stuy section of Brooklyn, New York so to all of my NY people on the call shout out to you guys thank you all for joining I really do appreciate it and I'm sure Angelique appreciates the support as well Um, Angelique is an an, an aspiring film and television actress but also really enjoys modeling, dancing, and writing and reciting poetry. Um, she spent this past summer in Los Angeles taking acting classes, um, networking, visiting sets, and building her social media presence while still interning for, quote-unquote, Harvard Wood, 
as their um, administrative and community outreach coordinator. This young lady is phenomenal. And, um, guys, before I bring her on, Angelique, I know you're dying to get on. Just hold on, sweetheart. You're coming on in just a second. But I really hope that um, I want to play this that I was able to hear from her, just something she performed. Um, I want you guys to hear it. So let me find it in my list, and I want you guys to just be able to kind of experience Miss Angelique firsthand for yourselves. So sit back and enjoy. Hey, everyone. My name is Angelique Henderson. I'm an aspiring film and television actress at Harvard University. I'm also a model, dancer in some respects, and a writer and reciter of poetry. So I'm about to recite, well, read a poem for you that I just wrote this morning entitled, Of Christians and Disciples. I'm actually going to be reciting it, well, reading it live tonight at Riles Jazz Club in Cambridge, Massachusetts. The address is 212 Hampshire Street, and it starts at 7.30 p.m. So I hope to see a lot of you there. Um, yes, so without further ado, of Christians and Disciples by Angelique Henderson. Christian, Disciple. Christian, Disciple. See, I grew up as a Christian, had no concept of what a disciple was. I believed in a God above, but didn't know that same God walked the earth in the form of his son, Jesus Christ, who lived a perfect life. But see, there was more to it than that. He was persecuted, and that's a fact. Began his ministry around 30 A.D., Mark 3, 20-21, his family thought he was crazy. Preaching in the temple, being a living, breathing example to his disciples who were with him and those to come. Setting high standards so the world could be one. Because you see, sin is not who I am with sin. Water baptized, indwelling of the Holy Spirit, now there's only room for him. I don't walk like I used to, talk like I used to. See, but when you change the world to say, uh-uh, too soon, sorry, did I lose you? Rewind. Christian? Disciple. Now, I'm not going to pretend to be a preacher. No bachelor's or master's in ministry, but those 66 books in the Bible, that's all the degree I need. Yeah, I battle with depression, therapy sessions, but you know what? Christ taught me a lesson. Because even when he was sorrowful to the point of death in Gethsemane, he still went to that cross and died for me so I could be free bound to sin no more, because that was Matthew 28:19, made into a disciple, baptized, taught all day, all that he commanded me, so I too can make disciples until I reach eternity. Christians, disciples. Christians, disciples. Let's examine this Christian thing, because the word is rampant throughout the song he sings, but I see it only three times in my Bible, and so that you can hold me liable. Acts eleven twenty six, Acts twenty six twenty eight, First Peter four sixteen. The first being the first time the disciples were called Christians. The second about Paul persuading others to become Christians, and the last about not being ashamed to suffer as a Christian. Hmm, what have we here? I see that blank stare. In your hearts and minds, you plead, so what is the Bible really calling me to be? A disciple. First and foremost, every day of your life, single or with wife, poor with tired, living the truth, outright disciple. A disciple has been taught to obey everything Christ commanded. Disciple. So count the cost then. 
Take up your cross daily, Luke. Don't be afraid of a little love and rebuke. None of us are perfect, but thank God for His grace that He still uses and loves us when we fall on our face. Pray to Him daily and love one another. Be a part of a fellowship as a sister or brother, but never forget the mission, that great, great commission. Make disciples of all nations so we too can share in the inheritance of John's revelation. Preach to not water down gospel daily, not as a Christian, but as a disciple. Yeah, they're interchangeable, but Christ never used Christian, and let us never forget his selfless persecution. And I live by the Bible, his standards, because he saved me when I was lost. So what is stopping you from hearing the gospel, studying the Bible with me, and counting the cost, disciple, or should I say, Christian. Thanks for watching, and God bless you all. Salute, Miss Angelique Henderson. Guys, she's back at Harvard at this point, finishing up her senior year. She will be graduating next year. We are extremely happy and proud of her at the same time, and hopefully we can get her back on at some point um, soon. So salute, Angelique Henderson. Keep studying, girl. We love you over here at Veranda Bellamy Inspired. After I interviewed Angelique, I had the chance to interview Miss Lori Walker. And um, Lori, again, is the song writer of the Free in Him CD, um, Excerpts of Life. And I'm going to share with you guys some of that interview. Enjoy. <laughs> that song just makes you want to just like just ride out with it, right? That's Miss um, Lori Walker, and the name of that song is You Are Simply Beautiful. And actually, guys, we have Miss Lori that's going to be on speaking here very shortly. Lori, I see you on. I see that you pressed number one. Thank you so much. Um, and, Lori, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and start with you. So hopefully you're ready. I'm going to go ahead and unmute you here. In just a second. Hello, Lori. Are you there? I am. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Lori. I couldn't hold back. I had to go ahead and, and bring you on. <laughs> After no playing problem your song. Thank you so, so much for joining um, the show tonight at such a short notice, guys. Um, I literally reached out to Lori about, what, an hour and a half ago, and she agreed to um, join us and share her wisdom and um, her album information with you guys at, at such a, at basically a drop of a hat. So that says a lot about um, Lori's character. So, Lori, thank you so much for being willing to do that. I really do appreciate it, and I'm sure the listeners appreciate it as well. You're very welcome, and thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure being here. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Ms. Lori, I know at this point, um, just looking over your your bio, I'll go ahead and um, share some of you know some of the points that I found here on the bio. But you um, actually, it's a little different from the one that you sent, but it's essentially the same thing. Um, but it says being a, you are a lover of all good music, 
um, it would be hard for you to ignore um, the soulful sounds of local um, artists um, outside of yourself. You are a Jackson, a Jackson native by way of New Orleans, um, and you are the mother of a um, 13-year-old daughter. Um, you recent, when, when did your album exactly come out, the first one, that is? Uh, the debut album came out November of 2012. Okay, November of 2012. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. And the name of that, that um, album, guys, is titled Free in Him. Again, that was Miss Lori Walker. Lori, thank you so much for that interview. And after Lori, guys, I had the privilege of interviewing Miss Tia Ross of Motivating the Teen Spirit. She is the um, facilitator of Motivating the Teen Spirit, and she works very closely with uh, Miss Lisa Nichols. Um, from that interview, so much transpired, guys. Honestly, I was taken aback um, by how prolific um, and engaged the entire brand was um, with Lisa Nichols uh, motivating the masses and motivating the teen spirit um, as being the nonprofit. And I was essentially invited to be an affiliate with um, motivating the masses and was invited out to their Speak and Write 2014 event out in the sunny San Diego, California. So, so much transpired from that. I had a great time out in San Diego. I made some very, very strong connections there. And um, wow, a lot has changed from just that one interview. We'll be coming back to you guys with more information um, as the time is deemed appropriate to share um, with you all. But guys, here's some of the interview with Tia. Enjoy. California, she leads. Um, she's a speaker as well. She's just the wow factor. So, with no further ado, Tia, if you haven't already, hun, I need for you to press one so I can bring you on. And I am going to do so right now. Yes, I am. <laughs> Hi, Tia. <laughs> How are you, hon? I'm wonderful. How about you? I am doing wonderful as well. I want to thank you. Thank you so, so much for joining the Veranda Bellamy Inspired Show. I hope you've enjoyed the um, format so far and have been able to get yes. some type of inspiration from the songs, the words, or anything that's been shared um, as of now. So, Tia, we're going to go ahead and really just jump right into it. Um, Guys, her name is Tia Ross. And, Tia Ross, can you tell the listeners exactly who you are? Can you just kind of give them a little insight into your world and and how you move? (laughs) Sure. Uh, So you've already mentioned I'm a master facilitator with Motivating the Teen Spirit uh, with the Lisa Nichols Company. I, uh, outside of that title, I am a mother of three children. I uh, am divorced. I was married for 18 years, so I uh, was listening to you say, you know, coming through, when you're coming through the rough times or when it seems like things are crazy and you don't know what to do, to stop and pray. So I am a praying woman and definitely <laughs> believe in that. It is the only way that I stay inspired so that I can inspire others. Um, And a little bit about me, I always like to look outside of just a title. 
And when I look at my life and I look at all that I've come through and all of the things that should have kept me down or taken me down a different path, to just sit in amazement in what God is using me for through this company. Mm -hmm. Uh, We travel the world inspiring people Mm -hmm. through motivation. We work with teens, families, parents, women, and advocates for youth. We work in the juvenile justice system, churches, youth-serving agencies. And one of the greatest things that I've had the pleasure to do is to see common threads no matter where we are. You know, we can be outside of the United States. We can be within the United States. And to see uh, to see all of the heart connections that everyone has is so amazing to me, uh, to know that it doesn't matter what social economic background you come from or what community you live in, that we all are connected through our hearts. We all know what it feels like to be let down. We all know what it feels like to be excited or to have breakthroughs and to have victories and to have our prayers answered. We all have a commonality through our hearts. And I just have a passion to help people get to the other side of their breakthrough so that they can get closer Mm -hmm. to their purpose on this earth. I love it. I love it. I'm I'm laughing because it's, I mean, it sounds like you sound just like, I don't know, we just have so, the passion there is so similar. It's not even funny. It's almost scary. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's it, that is the commonality for humans. We, the heart, the passion to just really try to survive no matter what is going on. And, and I think it's universal no matter where you are, like you said, in the world. That's it, you know, and that's how you connect with people is by um, really just trying to get to the root of what's really bothering their heart, what's hurting them. So um, I think that's great. How many years um, have you been in this business? I know I mentioned I think it was 13 um, years. Is that right? Yes, it's interesting. I've been doing this work with Lisa for 13 years, and before I, I actually met Lisa, uh, working in the community uh, as a case manager, and then I moved up and managed uh, girls that were coming out of the prison system that had children called the Cat Wings Program, and I worked uh, grassroots with a nonprofit organization that collaborated with the county, and we actually brought Lisa in to take over some of the girls' groups that we did, Uh, She touched the lives of two of the youths that were on my caseload, and they were never Mm. the same. And I said, got to bring her back to the county. And she took over our girls' groups over 13 years ago, and she and I had a very immediate connection, and she asked for me to train with her. And so I remember Mm -hmm. asking God, are you sure this is what I'm supposed to do? I just finished college. (laughs) I was tracked to be a probation officer parole officer and then a youth advocate in the court system, and then God took me on a whole other path with this wonderful woman, and now I'm able to help prevent situations and go into situations and encourage people out of them. And it's so, you know, 13 years with Motivating the Teen Spirit and overall 20 years working with youth and communities and families. 
That's phenomenal. And, guys, if you've never heard of Lisa Nichols, you have got to uh, Google her. That's all, I, that's all I'm going to say. Tia Ross, the boss, <laughs> thank you for that beautiful interview. Guys, so much transpired seriously from that um, interview. And um, I had the chance, I, I essentially from, <clears throat> excuse me, the Motivating the Masses um, initiative, I have embraced the serving others philosophy. And um, that's really what you know, inspiration is all about and inspiring other people is really just you're taking a stance to serve other people. You're taking a stance to inspire other people. And um, I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit later about servanthood. But anyway, Tia, thank you for that interview. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for the connections. And by the way, guys, I have met Tia in person. Um, I met her in um, San Diego and I met her in Atlanta um, about a month ago at the Act Like a Six success um, event with uh, Steve Harvey as well as Lisa Nichols. Tia, thanks for the connections. Love, we'll be in touch soon. Um, But at the end of that series, guys, um, I moved on into Living in Balance, and I had the opportunity to interview Mr. Ravenel Hunt, who is a counselor here in the Raleigh area, and I'm going to share with you guys a little bit of that interview. Enjoy. I have a great guest here. Um, his name is Mr. Ravenel Hunt. Um, Mr. Hunt has a Master of Arts degree um, in counseling, and he is a licensed professional um, counselor associate in the state of North Carolina. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Mr. Hunt, if you're on, if you can go ahead and press that number one so I can identify you and bring you on in just a few moments. Um, Mr. Hunt is a native of Forest City, North Carolina. He holds a bachelor's degree in psychology from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and a master's degree in professional counseling from Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Um, Mr. Hunt, he uh, specializes in uh, counseling victims of domestic violence as well as individuals struggling with grief, anger, depression, behavioral, and anxiety issues. His overall counseling approach is eclectic and tailored to the individual client. And um, Mr. Hunt, he is he resides in the North Carolina, the Raleigh area, um, North Carolina, with his wife and two sons. So with no further ado, Mr. Hunt, I'm going to go ahead and unmute you, sir, and bring you on. Ravenel Hunt, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Awesome. How are you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing. I am doing very, very well. I'm so honored to have you on um, to speak with the, the listeners tonight in regards to mental health. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for joining us. I really do appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed the show so far. Yes, I have. I uh, thank you so much for having me on your show tonight and to your listeners. Thank you again. Oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. So I tried not to spill all the beans for you, Mr. Hunt, (laughs) in regards to your entire background, so you would have something to share with the listener. So um, we're just going to go ahead and start there and and, and start with the question of exactly what is it that you do? Like, give us a little bit bit more information in regards to what you do, Mr. Hunt. 
Um, well, right now I work at the QPI. Uh, for several years I've worked with a uh, special needs population, um, just working with kids and adults with special needs. Uh, that's been a joy to me over the last several years. Um, and now I'm uh, transitioning into counseling. Um, I've, like you said, I've worked with uh, women and men uh, dealing with domestic violence, um, as well as clients who's dealing with grief, anger, depression, and behavior and anxiety issues. Um, and I guess uh, just things of, you know, just trying to help clients get a grasp on what's going on in their life and what's, you know, kind of get to the root of the problem of what's going on and help them get the help that they need. That's awesome. And I know, you know, working in the field at times, it can be very, very challenging but it's yes, very rewarding, yes. like you said, at the same time, because being in that position, you're in, like, the perfect position to really help someone. It takes time, but that's a great position to be in and a position of being able to offer your expertise um, as a vital help for someone that's really in need. So kudos to you on that, Mr. Hunt. Now, you were saying that um, you've been in the field for quite a while. How many years have you been in the field overall? Um, I've been in the field for a little over two and a half years, um, you know, working with various clients. Okay. And so with that being said, um, what are, like, some of the most challenging mental health um, conditions that you've worked with? Um, I would say anxiety issues. And um, first of all, I tend to think of, things as, you know, a person has to want to get help in order for it to be effective. Um, and, you know, there's, there's the stigma of everything that comes up of why people don't seek help and counseling. But uh, I would probably say anxiety issues are one of the hardest things we're dealing with uh, with clients. Yeah, why, why, why would you say that? Like, why anxiety? Like, what is it? What's the complexities that make you, you know, believe that that's one of the most challenging conditions to deal with? I guess, first of all, most people, you know, there may be little anxieties such as, you know, you're afraid of snakes or afraid of getting in elevators. Um, and sometimes those symptoms can go kind of unnoticed uh, a lot of times. But uh, for a lot of clients, I think it's important for them to kind of recognize you know, this is what's going on. And with anxiety, it can lead to other things um, such as, you know, health issues with the heart. Um, you know, those are things that you want to kind of get dealt with as soon as possible before it gets, you know, even worse. You know, as you were saying earlier, you don't want to just want to be uh, proactive more than reactive. A lot of times you can't just put a Band-Aid on it and expect it to be, you know, fixed. That's exactly true. That is so true. Um, and, you know, anxiety, I'm learning from you right now, actually, Mr. Hunt. <laughs> um, but anxiety can manifest in really, I guess, in almost any type of way. Like you said, it could be as simple as being afraid of snakes to being, you know, claustrophobic to really just having any type of anything that could really 
raise your heart rate to the point of or paralyze a person to a point of them not being able to function when they're in that particular moment. Would you say that's kind of, um, you know, anxiety as well? Yes, yes. Okay, awesome. So you've been doing this for a few years now, and anxiety seems to be one of the most taxing um, challenges for you. Now, what populations do you work with exactly? Um, I work with all populations, adults, uh, teenagers, um, and as well as children. Okay. So you work with a little bit of everybody. Now, I, I'm going to go there because that's <laughs> the focus of the show. <laughs> but, you know, when you deal with African Americans, you know, um, oftentimes our black folks, we don't want to think anything is wrong. You know, we, we are okay. Yeah. You know, this is just life. I'm used to dealing with stressful situations, and because I don't want to leave my house, I'm just not in the mood to leave my house, and ain't nothing wrong with me, right? <laughs> yeah, that's um, not exactly it's true. You know, there's something going on. You know, if you don't want to leave your house for two weeks, there's some depression going on there somewhere, so... Exactly, exactly. So what what exactly, elaborate a little bit more for the listeners um, as it relates to, you know, just African Americans and the mental health, um, the mental health, I guess, stigma that's associated with our community. Well, basically most of the stigmas, uh, some things are true, you know, you have stereotypes, some are true and some are false, um, but Mainly, most of the reasons that things are stigmatized within the African-American community is because of our lack of understanding of what mental health is. Um, And I think, for the most part, that we tend to rely on our family and religious and social community for emotional support. You know, you go talk to your pastor about what's going on. Instead of turning to a healthcare professional, um, even though it may be necessary, you know, that's probably the last person that you're going to go talk to. You know, you feel more comfortable uh, kind of saying, you know, I'm going to deal with it myself or, you know, talk to a family or a religious leader about it. And oftentimes, you know, it's just time for the individual to really, they could, I guess I can say they could, it could be a lot of the issues that stem from mental illness can be um, corrected if they were to reach out to, um, like, a a professional from the very beginning instead of relying on, like you said, the community or family and and resources of that such. Um, If if the individual reached out to a professional, like, they could go ahead and kind of nip it in the bud a whole lot quicker than they could with relying on those sources that may not have the expertise and and exact know-how of guiding someone through such situation. Yes, so, I mean, um, I'm wrong with going and talking to your pastor, you know, I definitely encourage that, but as you said earlier, they're going to uh, refer you out to someone who has more expertise in it, and uh, which is a counselor or a psychiatrist. That's exactly right, and you know, I don't know if it's true, but I was um, reading and I've heard before where some churches don't, like I think the pastors think they can counsel someone um, in almost any arena, and that's not necessarily the case. Um, I think the pastor can counsel you as as 
it relates to like spirituality, but when it comes to mental health and other other physical ailments and things like that, you definitely need to reach outside of that, um, reach outside of the pastor, and pastors should be willing to refer you to someone in that field. Um, and so relying on the pastor, I think, is good, and I think it's even better when you have a pastor that knows, you know, hey, I can't, my hands are tied, I can't do anything with this. Let me get you in contact with someone that can really help you. Would you say that's accurate? Yes, I would say that's accurate. Okay, awesome. So um, that kind of touches on, you know, the African African American community, um, my community, in regards to mental health and just the different um, issues that arise from that. Like you, you talked about anxiety. What are some other uh, major mental health challenges that you come across? Um, I would say substance abuse also. Um, like as you've seen on the shows, as far as like the intervention or doctor's bill, uh, substance abuse is a really tough arena to really deal with um, because that's mainly ways people cope with a lot of things. Uh, you may think you need a drink just to go to sleep at night. Um, when in fact, you know, you may want to find some other ways of coping. Um, and that's where a counselor or a psychotherapist uh, comes into play where they can help develop a treatment plan to help you find some other coping mechanisms to help you with whatever you're dealing with in your life. I agree. Yeah, with the substance abuse, that's huge. And a lot of times that's used to mask, like it's used to cover up what's really going on inside, right? Um, yeah. And so do you believe that substance abuse um, supersedes mental health challenges, or do you believe it's the other way around? Um, I would say it um, kind of varies in between the person. Uh, sometimes, uh, I guess, the uh, whatever's going on, they try to, I guess, hide it behind you know, I guess the substance abuse, but sometimes that's the, the core of what's going on is the mental health issue. But sometimes you got to fight through uh, that uh, substance abuse in order to get to what's really going on uh, inside the person or inside the brain. I agree. So in saying that, Mr. Hunt, what type of approach do you use with your clients? Um, I use... I guess, like I said, a collective approach. Um, you want to kind of sit down with the person and kind of see what's going on um, and kind of deal with different areas um, as far as what's going on within their household, what is their uh, family background history of either substance abuse or whatever. Uh, have they sought counseling or treatment before? Um, have I guess have they uh, have they had an issue with this in the past, and maybe this is a reoccurring thing. Sometimes you may find patterns with uh, with what's going on in order to kind of see, you know, what's really the deep issue of uh, what's going on with the person. Sometimes we may have uh, a family history of mental illness uh, that you may not think of, or you know, if you go and ask your family members, you know, I'm dealing with this, you know, has there been anybody 
I guess, in the family that has dealt with this issue before. And sometimes, you know, you can find some uh, great answers through that. So you look for, when you when you start working with your clients, you look for a kind of like the patterns to kind of um, figure out exactly what's really going on um, <clears throat> to help the client to understand what it is that they're dealing with, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so you're saying then that mental illness can be biological, it could be um, environmental as well. What are your thoughts exactly about that? Yes, I definitely think it could be uh, both of those, biological and environmental. Uh, sometimes our environment plays a big role in what's going on, whether it's due to our socioeconomic status or um, just what we're around, what we've experienced in life. Uh, you know, life can be uh, bring about its great experiences in and of itself, um, but, you know, also the biological sense of it. Um, it's really getting an understanding of, you know, what's what's going on. Is there a pattern uh, in my family of mental illness? And um, like I say, kind of nipping at the butt and kind of getting the help that you need, I think is very important. That's wonderful, and I totally agree. So whenever someone is starting to feel like, well, let me ask you this, what are some of the warning signs that individuals should look at as it pertains to mental illness um, to kind of guide them to contacting someone like yourself? What are those I mean, warning if signs? See, if you see changes uh, within what you used to do on a normal daily basis, say, you know, you used to be more outgoing, talking, going out, talking to people, but yet, you know, you find yourself in a house for, or been alone for like two weeks, um, you definitely want to see that as a warning sign of what's really going on. Um, you know, if there's certain things, like I said, that you used to do that you don't do, um, definitely look at those things. Um, if you notice, a lot of times people don't notice that there's a problem going on, but, you know, if others kind of come to you and say, you know, I've noticed a change in you, uh, you know, you may want to try to seek uh, some help from someone. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Um, with me, it was someone else that noticed the change first, and I looked at her like she was crazy. It actually was a coworker, a really good friend of mine that I that I had, um, and she noticed it in me. And I was like, "What are you talking about? Like, you are insane!" And um, yeah. she happened to be of she's Caucasian, um, but we were, I mean, just really good friends. But she, and she said that to me, and I was like, this girl has no idea what she's talking about. You know, that's what I'm thinking to myself. Yeah. And surely enough, I started, you know, um, seeking help, and she was right on it. She was right on it. So I think that's a dead giveaway. I think with depression, um, oftentimes we don't even realize that we're depressed. Um, it may be other people that have realized it before we realize it within ourselves. Yeah, because a lot of times, you know, you're, if you're going through something, you're not going to realize it because it's just going to seem normal to you, nothing out of the ordinary. But, you know, you have those people outside of yourself that, you know, may understand and know you uh, well enough to identify that something's really going on with you. 
Yep, that's that's exactly true. Um, and so, um, as it relates to mental health and mental illness, um, I like to say that it's mental challenges. I don't really so much like the term mental illness, although it is what it is. But when um, yeah. someone is dealing with um, a mental challenge, like what what type of what how do you, what do you think they should do in terms of um, like what acts should they take? Actions should they take to contacting someone um, to get the help that they need? Definitely, you know, reach out to your resources within your community. Um, like I said, first person you may talk to is a family member or a pastor, um, and they can refer you out to someone to get the help that you need. Um, or, you know, if you want to look things up, you know, this is a technological age, uh, you can look up different counselors online. Uh, to get, you know, find someone that you may be comfortable with talking to, uh, and just kind of call in, uh, ask to uh, make an appointment with that person, and uh, just kind of follow through with it. Okay. So a um, couple more questions. What are your final, like, what are your thoughts in regards to, like, I guess leaving the listeners with some type of inspiration um, as it relates to mental health? what type of um, feedback would you like to give to the listeners? Kind of like my motto, you know, you never stop learning. Um, And I found, uh, you know, that hurt people do hurt people. That was a book that I uh, read while I was uh, studying in school by Sandra, uh, Dr. Sandra Wilson. Um, And I found that a lot of times uh, when we're hurting, uh, we oftentimes hurt other people, uh, whether we intentionally do it or not. but it's good to get, you know, sound uh, counsel from someone that you may feel comfortable with. Um, and I think it's best to, you know, seek counsel uh, while it may be found. I think a lot of times we um, may go on with things I've noticed a lot of times. And, you know, uh, I think it's good uh, to get counsel from people who, are very knowledgeable in the field and who have good grasp on uh, different uh, disorders uh, men- mentally and physically. And I think it's, it's best to um, focus on your mind, body, and spirit. I think those are three core areas that are very important to myself and I'm sure is important to others. I love that. That's a great way to, to wrap it up, Mr. Hunt. Um, if the listeners would like to get in contact with you, sir, um, can you provide them with your email address so they can they can shoot you a quick email and and try to um, connect with you that way? Yes, uh, they can shoot me an email at Ravenel Hunt, R A V A I N E L L H U N T at gmail dot com. Awesome. I want to thank you so much, Mr. Hunt, for joining the live broadcast tonight. I will share your information with the listeners. Um, I I really do appreciate it, and I will be in touch with you soon um, in regards to the show. Again, thanks for your time, sir. Do you have um, any questions for me at this time before you get off the line? No, I don't have any questions, but I do appreciate uh, you for taking the time to have me on your show tonight, and uh, it was a great pleasure. I've enjoyed it, and I've listened to uh, your previous shows, and uh, really uh, thank you for having the information to provide to the community. 
My pleasure, my pleasure. We'll be in touch, and maybe we can get you back on um, at some point later on throughout the year um, and talk about some other, like go a little bit deeper into mental health, um, mental illness, and um, we'll just kind of take it from there, okay? All right. You, you, my pleasure. Have a great, a great night. All right. You too. Thank you. And guys, you know, we know that mental illness is very real. We know that people deal with depression and different um, mental illnesses. We think about veterans, um, guys that's over there fighting wars on our behalf for the country and them coming back and having to basically become engulfed and, and maneuver and transition back into a civilian world, it's very different for them in a lot of ways. And they deal with things such as post-traumatic stress disorder. And it's, it's, a, it's a very real diagnosis. And I encourage you all to, if you need help or you know someone that's in need at this point, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I have finished my master's degree in mental health counseling. So if you need the help or you know someone or you would like for me to come out and speak to your group, um, certainly reach out to me. I am here for you guys for that. Um, and you can contact me, info at verondabellamy.com. Um, Ravenel Hunt, thank you so much for that wonderful interview. We will be reaching back out to you again as well. And um, guys, I as I continue moving forward with the show, I had the opportunity of interviewing attorney um, Jeff Carmen as well. And um, he shared some really great insights in regards to legal matters. So I'm going to share a little bit of that interview with you guys. I hope you all are enjoying the show. Um, I need for you guys right now to, again, sit back and enjoy. I have an awesome, awesome guest on tonight, um, attorney Jeff Carmen. Um, we've spoken um, a couple of times, um, but I'm definitely honored, honored to have him on the call tonight uh, just to give you a little bit of background about attorney uh, Jeff Carmen III, he'll probably have something to say about that. Um, but Jeff Carmen is licensed to practice, to practice law in North Carolina and in the United States District Court, um, Eastern District Court of North Carolina. He received his BA, Bachelor of Arts, from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. And I know I have some Chapel Hill listeners on, so you guys can go crazy if you want to. And then he got his Juris Doctorate from North Carolina Central um, University School of Law. Jeff is also a certified mediator. Jeff has successfully handled many cases for his clients. Um, He practices in the areas of personal injury and criminal law, including all traffic matters. Um, Mr. Jeff grew up in, in throughout the cities of North Carolina, and he's really given a lot back to the community. Um, He's worked in corporate America, as well before he branched off into the um, avenue of being an attorney. Um, and basically, in his bio, he just says, you know, his, his practice, which is the CW Law Group, um, just consciously takes on a limited number of clients to provide each one with customized services. So he's definitely a professional, um, a leader in his field of expertise. He's a member of the Durham County Bar Association, North Carolina Bar Association, American Bar Association, and the NC Advocates for Justice. I'm going to go ahead and bring him on. He's a very humble guy. Um, Attorney Attorney Carmen, are you there? 
I'm here. Attorney Carmen. Hi, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, doing well. I'm so honored to have you on the call tonight. I really do appreciate you taking out the time to join us and just kind of speak to us about how, you know, the intruder or intruder <laughs> can really um, wreak havoc on our lives and place us in situations of of having to hire yourself or, you know, stand before a judge um, in terms of legal matters. So just going to ask you some basic questions here, Attorney um, Carmen. How long have you been in practice? I have been in practice and in business with this, at the CW Law Group for a little over five years now. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. And I know you've probably dealt with a bunch of a bunch of crazy um, situations. Like, what's one of the, the craziest cases you've ever dealt with? Um, First-degree murder. Really? Yes. I know that was hard. Um, I think it was more painful for me um, mm -hmm. than it was my client. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's wonderful that, that we're talking about the pain stops here. Um, the day he was convicted, he uh, turned to me and said, well, now I know. And it was like he said, the pain stops here. And he was making preparation for spending the rest of his life in prison. Wow. Was it, did you know the, um, well, you probably didn't know him personally prior to him coming into your office or anything like that, did you? No, I, I did not know him, but throughout the uh, preparation for trial and the trial, mm -hmm. I was able to see that this was an individual who, because of some painful situations, responded in a way that if he was able to turn to God or was able to turn to someone in his community prior to taking matters mm -hmm. into his own hands, um, mm -hmm. he would be a leader in our community on the streets today. Wow. That's so unfortunate, you know, and that's that's kind of why I really wanted to dig into the legal side of painful situations. What other situations, what other type of um, areas do you do you practice in as well? Well, to be on the plaintiff side as a uh, for a personal injury case and someone who's obviously been hurt and the new insurance system, I'm not talking about what they call Obamacare, but the new tort system is really not plaintiff friendly. It is set up to protect the insurance companies. And you find so many people that are underassured that they could be in an accident and um, the person driving the car that caused the accident could only have $50,000 worth of insurance, and that's their limit. And because most of us don't know about getting underinsured insurance on our policy, you're really left um, with a lot of bills. Yeah. And then that increases it, anger and pain. Oh, yeah, it does. It does. It's pushing buttons for sure. So what exactly is the um, – is that type of insurance you, you were talking about? It's is called underinsured under insurance, um, and what you do is you talk to your insurance agent and say, I'd like to add a rider to my policy to cover me for $100,000 or $200,000. And what that does is um, when you're in an accident and someone doesn't have insurance or they have a low insurance, um, 
after that policy pays off, your policy will pay you what you need uh, to cover uh, your your injuries. And it doesn't go up, it doesn't raise your insurance uh, premium. Okay. So it's just a rider that we um, add yes. to any existing policy that we have, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Got it. So you do, of course, criminal, you deal with personal injury. What else do you um, what else do you practice as well? Um, small business law, uh, helping individuals get to the right place in the beginning so that they can grow their business the right way. We work with small businesses who are already in business, and we go in and we do audits to see, mm -hmm. um, to make sure they're doing everything legally, first of all. And then we look right. at their, their efficiency and help them uh, cut the fat which is usually something as simple as the owner not being willing to share some of the responsibility so the owner's working themselves to death and they have staff sitting there that could be taking some of those responsibilities off them, off of them. Wow. That's awesome. So you deal a little bit with um, the business side of it as well. Um, yes. That's awesome. So in terms of business, you know, I know a lot of people that want to start a business or have started a business. Like, what's one thing that you would tell anybody that's thinking about going into business? If they're in North Carolina, I would advise them to go to their local community college. And most local community colleges have small business incubators. And what they will do is they will sit down with you and get your plan, um, what is it you're trying to accomplish, and help you put together a business plan so that you can take that to a lender and start your business off the right way. Gotcha. So go to the local community college and get some help from there. And usually yeah. I'm sure with like the with the community college it's going to be a service that you really don't have to pay for. Is that Yes. Is that and I know in the in the in the major metropolitan areas it's free. Mhm. Mm okay. All right. Awesome. Um what do you want to say to the listeners on the call right now? Uh, I, I say you, you started off so well that I'm afraid to come behind you. I, <laughs> you, you cover the bases. I, I find with 90% of my clients, be it personal injury, criminal, or business, do not utilize the resources out there to help them navigate negative situations. And it is so critical when you when you have a resource, a counselor that you can talk to, um, a minister that knows how to counsel you both in religion and in some of the daily things we have to deal with. It make it gives you such a clear vision of what you need to be doing. I, I find that most problems arise when our vision becomes clouded, be it with negative friends pulling us down. Um, finances, we live beyond our means and find ourselves having to do things that we know may not be right, and every time you take that step to something that may not be right, eventually you're going to find out how wrong that is. <laughs> you will, and and then you have to deal with it, like... <laughs> from a, a completely different level that you never really wanted to. Um, so you're absolutely correct. You know, really dealing with painful, it's it's very, it's power in dealing with anything that, any negative situation that um, 
one has found themselves in, you know, albeit um, something in the past, be it something, you know, that's going on currently. Um, and really, I know for you, it's it's kind of good in terms of, you know, because I know that you're in business and in practice to really provide proper and professional support to any of your clients, um, but it's still, it's it's a hard situation for anyone um, to have to really deal with to stand before a judge or have to hire an attorney um, because of just malpractice in whatever the situation would be. Um, it could be a situation um, within a corporate sector, and, you know, I, I was in, personally, I was in the corporate world for, like, over 15 years, and working in commissions and, you know, seeing how people would just do underhanded things um, just to be successful and then do it for two years and then all of a sudden one day they walk in and then their job is gone because they've done things wrong, you know, just being greedy. And had they, like you said, managed their money properly, then that wouldn't have been a problem for them, right? So That's right. it's really about, it's all about, you know, really just doing things, staying on the right side of right, honestly, and yeah. um, dealing with yeah. whatever painful situations that have come about um, in your life. So do you want to add to that at all? I do. I um, I read this quote two days ago that, that has just stuck with me, and it's, it's wonderful that now I'm on your show. And uh, it was from Mahatma Gandhi, and he said, that where is that quote? I want to say it exactly the way it's put. Nobody can hurt me without my permission. And when we recognize that we have the final say so here on earth of who can be in our lives, it really makes things a lot simpler. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's absolutely, absolutely correct. Um, I appreciate you you joining tonight. Attorney Carmen, thank you so much for that very insightful interview that you shared with my listeners. And I definitely will be reaching back out to you in the near future regarding um, bringing you back on and um, you sharing some more insight with the listeners. And guys, you know, I had the opportunity to interview the late, great Renaissance woman herself, Dr. Maya Angelou. Um, When she passed that, I felt like, honestly, guys, a piece of me left the building. Um, Seriously, I was so hurt by that. And um, I decided at that point that I was going to archive that interview that I shared with you guys. And um, I've decided that I would share some of that with you all this evening. And know this is a treasure to me. It's even hard for me to even say it. I don't know. It's just I really, really, really did admire her. Um, But I'm just, you know, grateful that I had the chance to um, speak with her, interview her live with you guys um, before she passed away. I was one of her, one of the final interviews that she had. And um, anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and share some of the interview with you. Sit back and enjoy, guys. Morning. Good morning, Dr. Angelo. How are you? I'm splendid, thank you. And you? I'm doing Hello? very, very well. And then, but she didn't send me out to work. She said, this is what you do. 
a woman works, and I like that. I liked that then, and I like it now. I'm working right just as you as you uh, phoned. I'm I'm working on a new book. So uh, yes, I like I like the fact that women work. Uh, girls may not work, but a woman works. We came here to be multitaskers, and we do a little bit of everything. We can we can fix uh, the uh, the sink. We can if we have to. We can uh, raise the children, keep some some beans in a pot, uh, keep some roof over somebody's <laughs> head, buy some clothes for somebody, and go to church and, and have a good time too on Saturday night. <laughs> and she says, and I like that, ladies. Um, be an inspiration. You, I want you all to know that you are, and I consider you to be a woman inspired. Um, Dr. Maya Angelou, may you continue to rest in heaven. Um, guys. So as I concluded the series, I essentially ended up, uh, sharing a poem with you all. And, um, it's called women inspired. Um, I'm going to share that with you all now. Enjoy. You know, they often say, I am woman, hear me roar. (laughs) Wise opinions manifested and nurtured. Yeah, that sounds a bit like me. I mean, that is that I am a woman. I was put here to state my claim. Wise opinions manifested and nurtured. Yeah, it does really sound a bit like me. I mean, that is that I am woman. It has a nice ring. I walk around with my head high oftentimes because my curls fall right. Or maybe for that day, it's because, my goodness, these slacks are hugging me oh so right. But for most days, you know, it's because I kind of like me. No, actually, I love me. The side smile on my face Yeah, you know, to the curve and that dip in my waist. Wise opinions manifested and nurtured. Yeah, that sounds a bit like me. I mean, that is that I am woman. Sometimes, no, no, in fact, oftentimes, I reminisce on my past. Nostalgic thoughts consume me. I smile in the moment because the mere reflection says I have grown. (laughs) You know, grown actually into wise opinions manifested and nurtured. Yeah, that sounds a bit like me. I mean, that is that I am woman. (laughs) 
silhouettes of what tomorrow brings consumes me too. My days shift to am I able to make it? But a small, still voice reminds me I can do all things through Christ. In him, I do believe. I chuckle. (laughs) Yeah, oh well. Wise opinions manifested and nurtured. I mean, that is woman. Well, at that point, well, no, at this point, that's definitely me. Wise opinion manifested and nurtured. And for those that haven't noticed, I am woman, wise opinion manifested and nurtured. So guys, that is a reflection of season one of Veronda Bellamy Inspired. Guys, a lot took place um, over that time. A lot of connections were made. Um, I am seriously humbled. That's an understatement, guys. And I pray that you guys have been inspired by tuning into Veranda Bellamy Inspired. And I encourage you all to continue to do so. Again, we are um, on the air Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, Monday, you have United Monday. Tuesday is our Tweeny Tuesday. Wednesday is Woman Up Wednesday. Thursday is a couple's oh Thursdays. And then Friday is Freedom Family Friday. Prayer mornings, guys. If you have a prayer request, you may send that to prayer request at verondabellamy.com. If you guys would like to interview me or be interviewed on my show, you may submit that to interview at verondabellamy.com. My website is www.verondabellamy.com. Uh, it's going to be changing here soon. If um, it's not by the time that um, we finish this up, it will be changing soon. Um, guys, if you would like to partner with me on anything, I welcome that. My nonprofit is Bridging the Gap of America. The website is www.bridgingthegapofamerica.org. Um, we focus on mentoring, tutoring, and counseling services for youth as well as families at large. We are branching out. And we have quite a few um, initiatives that we're working towards right now. One of them is a huge leadership component. So if you have any um, girls between the ages of 7 and 12 that you would like for us to connect with um, or you would like to just speak with us in regards to their awesomeness, we welcome that. you may email info at bridgingthegapofamerica.org. 
org. So there's quite a bit, guys, going on, and this is this is the beginning. Um, very, very humbled. I keep saying that because I truly am. And if you would ever like to sow into the ministry of Veranda Bellamy Inspired, you feel free to do so. Um, you can do so through my website, verandabellamy.com. And guys, just stay tuned into everything. Join us every Monday through Friday at 6.30, and then you come back on Sundays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to um, stay engaged with everything and and get the inspiration that you need. That's really what this is all about. It's about inspiring you guys to a higher calling of living. Um, And I want to hear about how well you guys are doing. Email me, guys. Let me know what's going on. You know, um, if there's anything I can help you with, don't hesitate to contact me, info at verandabellamy.com. And um, guys, the phone number that you would call in case you're listening through your computer, um, the number is 914-338-0464. For this new series on Sundays, um, we do have, like I've been saying, textures that's going to be evolving. And I encourage you all to rejoin and get the inspiration that you all need. If you need coaching, um, you can embark upon my E3 coaching program at any given time. I welcome new clients at this point. Although my schedule is kind of crazy, I am still welcoming new clients um, to assist. So that's through info at verondabellamy.com. I love you all guys. I pray that you have been inspired from listening to this show on this beautiful Sunday evening. Actually here it's, I'm looking out my window, it's raining, but, um, at any rate, I love you all guys continue to be the inspiration that you are because you definitely have it within you. Um, again, the show is all about calling you all to your higher purpose. What is it that God wants you to do? What are you waiting on? What can I help you with? Dig deep, guys. Contact me if you need to. Info at verondabellamy.com. You guys, be inspired. joining Veranda Bellamy, Inspired.